Welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create conscious change all around the world. Now here's your Wickedly Smart host, Angel B. Hartwell. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate wickedly smart women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom, along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Angel B. Hartwell, and today we welcome our special guest, Julie Potiker. Julie is a mindfulness expert who helps others bring more peace and wellness into their lives through her Mindful Methods for Life program offerings. Her new book is Snap from Chaos to Calm. A former attorney, Julie is a certified mindful self-compassion teacher and founder of the Balanced Mind Meditation Center in La Jolla, California. She began her in-depth study of mindfulness after graduating from the Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction Program at the University of California, San Diego. She was trained by Kristen Neff, Christopher Germer, and UCSD as a mindful self-compassion teacher. She went on to study with Rick Hansen, becoming a graduate of his Positive Neuroplasticity Training Professional course. Julie also completed Brene Brown's Living Brave Semester. During COVID-19 shelter-in-place, Julie graduated from David Trelevin's Advanced Trauma-Sensitive Mindfulness course and additionally completed teacher training for the Mindful Self-Compassion Adaptation for Healthcare Communities and the Mindful Self-Compassion short course for teaching online during the pandemic. Since then, she's added David Kessler's Grief Educator training to her extensive certifications. She holds a BGS from the University of Michigan and a JD from George Washington University. Welcome to the show, Julie. Thank you. Gosh, that bio needs to be shortened up. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. Whenever I am a guest on a show, I I listen to my bio too, and I'm like, oh, I got to change that. I got to change that. I got to change that. <laughs> too much. Uh, it's wonderful that you're here, Julie, and I'm sure our listeners are educated just from listening to your bio. There are, I'm sure, plenty of people out there who are thinking to themselves, maybe I should take that training or maybe I should get in touch with Julie. Just from They're listening. all really good. Yeah, just from listening to the bio. So welcome, Julie. I'm excited that you're here. I'm excited to have this conversation with you today. I'd love to start our time together with the question about, you know, where did you originally get motivated or what kind of informed your journey towards mindfulness. Sure. It's not something that they teach in first grade. No, no, no. So I'm curious sure. about that. Well, like most people, I came to this in crisis. Mm -hmm. I needed something desperately to manage my own self. Mm -hmm. And then when I figured out how to do it and what would be helpful, I decided, wow, this is really easy. It just takes practice. I want to teach it to others. It was really actually parenting suffering. I have three kids and they're in their 20s now, but when they were in their early teens, 
the adolescent period, they all had ADHD. I have a set of identical twins and a singleton, and it was just kind of horrendous there for a period of years, and mm. the wrong words were coming out of my mouth. Mm. So I thought maybe I have a brain tumor. So I went to a neurologist to have a complete workup, and he said, actually, you have too much stress. You should take mindfulness-based stress reduction, and I had no idea what he was talking about. Wow. So that is what began the whole thing. Wow. Well, so that's, you know, I mean, there's there's a lot there that you were <laughs> so concerned about the the wrong words that were coming out of your mouth that you actually thought you had a brain tumor. That's pretty intense, Julie. Right. So, well, the, that's the silver lining is, is that there's all this evidence based <laughs> practices and techniques and there's thousands of years of contemplative wisdom and it's all combined together to create these great courses that actually can help us calm down our own nervous system and reparent ourselves mm. and then show up as a better human in conversation with other humans so it's it's great great stuff so i'm actually not sad that it happened because mm. it gave me an entire new chapter in my life Mm. Well, and what's beautiful is that you had a physician who was wise enough to to direct you to self-care practices, you know, contemplative mindfulness practices, whereas many physicians would just say, here, take a bunch of pills and go home. Right. right? So may his may his memory be a blessing. I'm sure it mm -hmm. is. He and his wife were both MBSR teachers, mm. even and though he was an MD neurologist. And so MBSR stands Mindfulness for? Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction 1979, right. <laughs> created by John Kabat-Zinn, the year I graduated high school. Wow. For the pain clinic at University of Massachusetts in Worcester, Mass. He basically took a lot of the deep knowledge that he learned when traveling in India and he stripped anything that could be smelling like religion out of it mm. and he created an eight-week course and that is the course that all the other courses are built out on of. top of or mm. out of or mm. from or whatever like mindful self-compassion there's no question that it is built on top of the shoulders of mindfulness-based stress reduction and all the other mindfulness-based interventions. There's a whole bunch of initials now mm. and they're all good. Every single one of them is good. And I take them to see how they, how they differ from each other mm. and they're all good. Yeah. So let's talk, Julie, about what happened for you when you actually chose because you had to make the choice you know, great that you had the divine intervention from the physician who said you should really take a look at this challenge that you have as something that can be solved with mindful. Let's do MBSR. Let's do MBSR, mindfulness-based stress reduction. Mm -hmm. But you had to make the choice. You had to choose. So can we talk our people through? Because there, I am sure, are listeners around the world who are tuned into this who maybe having the wrong words come out of their mouth as they're parenting their teens or 
maybe having the wrong words come out of their mouth in their relationships with their spouses or family or members. Or as they're taking care of their older parents. Yeah. Or even in work situations. Mm-hmm. So ultimately you had to choose. So what made you like, tell us about your choosing process. And then from there, take us to what happened after you chose to to listen to that guidance. Okay, so that's a really interesting question. And I don't think in all the years of being interviewed, anybody's actually asked me that you must be wickedly smart. (laughs) I take that (laughs) I will receive. So mindfulness based stress reduction introduced me tangentially to the brain science that actually there's all this that's going on in our brain inside our heads that affects our bodies. Mm -hmm. And I got so fascinated that I started taking the brain science classes Mm -hmm. after MBSR. So I took the compassionate brain. I went to a 10 day retreat in Northern California called, I think it was like meditation and science. I'm an attorney by education. And so I am really looking all the time for what is evidence-based, what is proven. And I, I just sort of went down one rabbit hole after the next of really good rabbit holes and realized <laughs> that we have so much more control and power than we realize if we just apply these techniques. Mm. So mindful self-compassion wasn't even invented when I took mindfulness-based stress reduction. And then these two people created it, Chris Germer from Harvard and Kristen Neff from Texas. And they somehow got involved with the UCSD Center for Mindfulness, which was where I took the first class. So I was on their email list. Mm. So they sent out, we have a new course called Mindful Self-Compassion. So I thought, why not? And I took it and that's the class that was winner, winner, chicken dinner. It was everything that MBSR didn't have for me. Mm -hmm. It was explicit teaching of self-compassion. And it was in the self-compassion that I really felt like I healed everything Mm -hmm. that needed healing. Mm -hmm. And then three years later, they sent an email out saying, we even created a teacher training for this new mindful self-compassion class. And I applied and got in. And there were 52 of us in 2014. Mm-hmm. Only two of us weren't therapists, me and another woman who was a physical therapist. Everybody else was already a psychotherapist or a social worker. And they were like, yeah, we want to fold this into how we handle our patients or our clients. And Mm. I was just doing it like woman on the street (laughs) (laughs) who who was helping herself. And then, you know, I started teaching right away because the practices are simple and they're profound. Right, right. All right. Well, we, we got about a minute or so before we go to the break. So I would like to just roll back a little bit and ask you, specifically about you chose, you chose to do this. So for those who are listening, who are in that moment of, I need to do something different with my life. Do I have a brain tumor (laughs) or do I have just too much stress? Can you walk us through your own internal process in, in saying, 
okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to try this. I'm going to, I'm going to accept this guidance from this physician and, and go down the path. Like, what was that process for you to say yes to this path? Do you want the real truth? I definitely do, girl. I had to make life worth living. I was not happy the way it was. Hmm. I wasn't in control. I was depressed. I was overwhelmed. And it couldn't go on like that. Hmm. So I had to get a grip on myself. Hmm. Yeah. And I had to show up better for my kids and for my parents who were aging and for hmm. my husband. Hmm. And ultimately for yourself, it sounds like with the mindfulness, self-compassion right? Firstly, for myself, exactly. everything, everything builds from there. Yeah, beautiful. All right. Wickedly smart women, we're going to take a little break right now. We could use your help. If you're enjoying the show and want us to stay on the air, please consider making a donation at www.wickedlysmartwomen.com. Love to have you while you are there. Check out our book, Wickedly Smart Women, Trusting Intuition, Taking Action and Transforming Worlds. We launched the book January 11th, 2023 and ended up having number one new release in six categories, international bestseller status, and ranked in 34 different categories on Amazon. So there are some amazing, powerful stories in that book. And there's a link right on the page for you to go ahead and access that. It's an extension of this podcast. We have only a certain number of podcast interviews every year on the show, but there are so many wickedly smart women that I have discovered who have wanted to be on the show. And so I decided to make another container for them to get their stories and messages out to the world. And we are getting ready to do volume two as well. So if you know somebody who might have a great story for volume two, certainly send them our way. We want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing all over the world. We're welcoming thousands and thousands and thousands of downloads. And I want to shout out this week to our listeners in Slovenia, the Maldives, and Pakistan. And we will be right back with Julie Potiker. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by The Wealthy Life Mentor. Women, are you on the edge knowing that life is calling you to make a change? Are you ready to be part of the evolution of what it means to be a wickedly smart woman creating your wealthy life by design, a life that is an extraordinary work of art? Angel B. Hartwell, The Wealthy Life Mentor, is hired by Women in Transition, Women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance, become clear on the value of their wisdom, and embody a beauty-filled, balanced life of shameless self-expression. Discover your Wealthy Life readiness by taking the quiz at quiz.wealthylifementor.com. And we are back with Julie Potiker. You can go find out more about Julie at Mindful Methods for Life 
mindfulmethodsforlife.com, mindfulmethodsforlife.com. We will have that for you in the show notes. And as I mentioned when I was introducing Julie, she's written one book and she's got another book that is also out, coming out. Julie, so why don't you talk a little bit about your book or books? The book Snap from Chaos to Calm is the one that we're talking about today. But is that is this your first book or your second book? The Snap? That's my second book. I'm uh, so okay. excited about it. It really builds on the first book, which is Life Falls Apart, But You Don't Have to, Mindful Methods for Staying Calm in the Midst of Chaos, which is really a mindful self-compassion memoir. Mm-hmm. It's its own genre. Mm-hmm. And it's now out on Audible, actually, the first book. The second book is because I created Snap. Had I created Snap before the first book, it would be in the first book. Mm -hmm. So the second book is really just to push this practice out into the world so that we can take control of our mood. We can take control of our nervous system. We don't have to be at the mercy of what's coming across the transom, we can actually steer ourselves into calmer waters. Mm, Beautiful. You want to know how to do it? I definitely do. I was going to say, would you give our listeners a little snap of snap, please? Yeah. So the acronym (laughs) is SNAP, S-N-A-P, and the S is soothing touch. And that's where you place your hands on your body where you find it soothing and you'll practice it would be too boring for radio for me to take you through this as slowly as I ought to, but you put your hands on your heart, your belly, your face, your arms. One of these places is going to feel so nourishing, like you're parenting yourself. And when you do that, a release of feel-good hormones will occur in your body, and it's oxytocin, and it's endorphins, and it's yummy, and it downregulates the cortisol and adrenaline from your fight-flight that you feel when you feel activated by something really icky. That's the S. The N is name the emotion, because name it to tame it so that you can feel it to heal it. It, Naming it also continues to create more space around it so that you're not just hijacked by your amygdala, the primitive part of your brain. And then the A in SNAP is act. The A is act. What do I need to hear right now? And what do I need to do right now? And the what do I need to hear right now is the penultimate mindful self-compassion question, What do I need to hear right now? And you say it to yourself. If you're afraid, you can say, Julie, sweetheart, I noticed that you're actually safe right now. Nothing's chasing you. Look around. And you can calm yourself down by telling yourself what you need to hear. And then the part B of that A, (laughs) (laughs) step number two of the A is what do I want to do to change the channel on my mood. And this is your toolbox. So it might be using deep breathing. It might be listening to a meditation. It might be getting outside in nature. It might be taking a bath. It might be calling a friend. It might be grounding yourself through your sit bones or the soles of your feet. There's 35 things it could be. You could look at your joy list and say, I know I want to listen to that song, whatever it is. And then once you have shifted your mood, remember to enrich it and absorb it. Don't let it go to waste because you want to rewire your brain for happiness and resilience. So you want to push the positive mood, positive mental state to a neural trait. And you can do that 
25 times a day. Anytime you notice that something's awesome or even nice, if you enrich it and absorb it, it won't go to waste. It'll push itself, what wires together, fires together into a new neural network. And the more happy bridges you have, the nasty ones are getting pruned out. So that was a big explanation for the A of SNAP. And then the last piece of SNAP is the P and that's praise. And what I like about praise is that I can say, Julie, good job. I can pat my own self on the back. You're powerful and you managed yourself and everybody that you come in contact with for the rest of the day is gonna benefit from it because they're not gonna catch your bad mood or your bad juju or your bad whatever. They're gonna catch your good whatever. Or if you're a person that's religious, you could use your deity of choice right there. And I have found in my life people that are profoundly, deeply religious, and they get like this incredible joy and gratitude and satisfaction. So that that works right into the P Beautiful. praise. Yeah. Beautiful. What a gorgeous framework you have created, Julie. It's gorgeous. Thank so you. I just want to really quickly review that for our listeners. It's snap, soothing touch. I love the touch piece. I think that's so important. We're so starved for touch. Name it to tame it, feel to heal. That's the N. Act. What do you need to hear? What do you need to do to change the channel? And I really loved this idea of enriching and absorbing the altered state, the transformed state. It's not enough what I'm hearing from you, Julie, if I'm hearing correctly. It's not enough just to give yourself a hit of positivity. It's about switching the channel to a more healthy, positive state, and then really having that soak in so that you're building muscle in that area and resilience and endurance in maintaining that. And then finally, the praise. So Yay, I'm I'm going to praise you, Julie. You got it. You for got making it. this magic happen. What so, a beautiful beautiful thing. So in the A, when you were talking about the brain health piece, mm. that is experience dependent neuroplasticity. I'm mm. um an experience dependent neuroplasticity teacher, so I folded that into everything else. And that's the work of Rick Hansen. So if your listeners are so curious about that, because it's fascinating, and it is indeed fascinating, mm -hmm. they can pick up Rick's book called Hardwiring Happiness. It's Beautiful. one of his like six bestsellers. And it really delves into experience dependent neuroplasticity in that book. And Beautiful. you got it exactly correctly. Fabulous. Well, what I really want our listeners to do is pick up your books now oh. from, from chaos to calm. So I'm standing um, on everybody's shoulders, though. I understand. And, and what I really love about you, Julie, is that you are very intentionally and mindfully, keyword there, honoring your teaching lineage. I, I mean, you're really intentional with that. And I, I really appreciate that. There are many people who are, you know, coming, I'm sure there's been people here on this show who've come to the show, who've consolidated something into a teaching that we all stand on a lineage of, of teachers that run before us, myself included. So, all right, Julie, we've got a few minutes left before we close. So in the last few minutes before we close, 
I would like to just know, are you, do you take on clients? And if so, you know, would you like to share a success story or are you looking for more opportunities to speak or teach? Tell us what we can do to help you bring more mindfulness to the world or what you'd like to celebrate about your business, your practice, your books in the last few minutes that we have. You just asked 15 questions. (laughs) You have three minutes, Julie, to answer those 15 questions. Um, I don't I don't like to take one-on-one clients. Okay. I've done it. I have done it in the past when it's been someone who cannot come to a course that I'm teaching. Okay. Because I teach four-week courses, six-week courses, eight-week courses, workshops. I I love doing keynote speaking. I love speaking to groups. I love being able to just take an hour and have people practice. Mm. So that I love. Because this is therapeutic, but Mm. I'm not a therapist, I I worry about one-on-ones because people tell you stuff and it gets very intimate and I don't want to hold their stuff or fix their stuff. I just want to teach them tools and skills to manage their nervous system so that they show up better and so that they have less suffering and more ease. Like my entire goal in the universe is to alleviate suffering. Oh, beautiful. I love it. Well, so listeners, if you are, you know, maybe an HR person who is looking to bring somebody into your organization, if you are a speaking booker who's looking to bring somebody into an event that you're doing, if you are an entrepreneur who might be running a retreat or a mastermind and you are looking for somebody to bring in some great content, certainly feel free to reach out to Julie. And if you are one of our other listeners around the world who just needs a little bit more support, I highly recommend that you get in touch with Julie, access both of her books and make the choice, make the decision to go ahead and begin the practice. I mean, really it's about beginning. And then once you begin, it's about maintaining that momentum. So if there's anything else you'd like to say, Julie, before we close, go right ahead. Well, I think you're wickedly smart and I feel grateful to have met you and to have had this opportunity. Thank you. Oh, it's my pleasure. And our wickedly smart women around the world, I am sure are going to benefit from today's conversation. So listeners, we do love your feedback. Please let us know what you thought of today's show. You can send in questions or guest suggestions to listeners at wickedlysmartwomen.com. We could even give you a shout out on the show. You can find out more, as I said earlier, about Julie and access a ton of resources at mindfulmethodsforlife.com. Go ahead and get her book, Snap from Chaos to Calm, and start practicing her process to help you become more compassionate with yourself, more mindful, and to reduce the overall stress level in your own world and the world around you. We are really excited and grateful for you to be listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. Keep your ears open and remember you are a wonderful woman. Thanks for tuning in, downloading and listening. Be sure to rate and review Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. 
Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each new episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.